I want to start our time together this week by asking you a question. In the past 30 days, have you felt any of the following? Self-doubt about your ability to manage your business? Harshly criticized by yourself about your business decisions? Or fear that you won't be able to live up to the expectations on you to run your business? If you answered a yes, this episode is for you, created with much love and care to help encourage you. These are some of the common signs of imposter syndrome among entrepreneurs. This is what we're talking about. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. I'm your host, Tanya Dreder, a former broadcast journalist turned entrepreneurship educator. Every week we explore the startup world, investigate entrepreneurial strategies, habits and mindsets, and search out expert advice. Be part of it. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player at StartupAdvantagePodcast.com. Welcome to Startup Advantage with me, Tanya. Thank you for joining me for episode number 24 and for letting me be your guide again today. I hope you and your business are doing great. Every month I'm asking you a question to get to know you better and to learn about where you're at. As we're recognizing small businesses this week here in Canada, I want you to let me know what is the biggest challenge you have with your business right now. I'll place a link to the podcast voicemail in the show notes if you want to join the conversation. I'll share some insights with you about the overall feedback that I get at the end of the month. Now I know there are so many challenges that businesses can be facing at this moment. Some interesting stats just released by the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Uh, So this is Canada's largest association of small and medium-sized businesses. They have their small business recovery dashboard that's focused on the impact of COVID-19. It shows that 72% of businesses are fully open. 48% are fully staffed and 30% are making normal sales. So definitely so many challenges being experienced. I'd love to hear where you're at, what your needs are and how I can maybe support you by doing an episode or connecting with an expert that can give us some insight that can support you. So definitely look for that link in the show notes. Today we're talking about imposter syndrome among entrepreneurs. It's also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience. And we'll also look at what you can do about it to work through it, if this is something that you're struggling with. At the end of this episode, I want you to feel encouraged that it's very common, and I want you to feel comforted by the knowledge that there are things that you can do to push and work through it. Let me ask you again but with a few more general qualifiers. In the past 30 days, have you felt self-doubt, experienced an inability to realistically assess your skills or your quality of performance? Have you harshly criticized yourself? Have you feared that you wouldn't live up to expectations? Or did you find yourself sabotaging your own success? These are some of the very common general signs of imposter syndrome, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. 
So if you self-identified and answered yes, give yourself first of all positive encouragement for your self-awareness and for being willing to be honest with yourself. This is not always an easy thing to do, but it's essential for you in order to work through something. You first have to acknowledge that it's there and that it's something that you need to pay attention to. So why are we exploring this today? I've come to realize in the past few weeks that it's coming up more and more. So many aspiring and rising entrepreneurs are struggling with self-doubt. This COVID-19 period is so challenging on so many different levels. And it's normal to doubt yourself and your own abilities. It's not an easy time, my friend. I know. I feel it at times as well. And I like to believe that it's a normal human experience. I want you to imagine me. So you've seen the picture of me on the cover of the podcast. So you know a little bit of what I look like. So I want you to imagine me about five months ago, sitting in my small bedroom closet probably of about two meters long and about a meter wide, trying to get out that first episode for you and feeling a lot of self-doubt, very insecure, very unsure about my skills and abilities. Whatever project you're working on, whether it's your startup, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's a passion project, I get it. I know that's what pulled me through to keep showing up for you every week. But before we look at what those things are that you can do to push through, I wanted you to just know that I understand and I get it and I experience it myself sometimes. And there are things that you can totally do to push through and to deal with it and that it's normal to experience it as a process. So there will be times when you might feel it and then you'll have to push through and then you'll be fine for a while. And then when you go to that next level you'll feel those things again and and just embrace it. Just embrace it and be kind to yourself and do the things that you can do to keep yourself moving through those feelings of being an imposter or not being good enough. So I mentioned things like not feeling good enough, having self-doubt, but let's look at the actual dictionary definition or how the concept of imposter syndrome is defined. Imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved. It also refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. It can affect anyone, no matter their social status, work background, skill level, or degree or level of expertise. Imposter syndrome is also described as a psychological pattern of self-doubt in which an individual like me or you doubts their skills, talents or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of not being good enough. It's that voice in your head that tells you you're not good enough. It is the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel like you don't belong where you are or that you're not able to go where you want to go. And you feel as if you're only lucky when you do get to succeed. It develops from a habit of overestimating the abilities of others in your profession, your age group, your family, and other groups that you have close contact with. And I know it's very hard not to compare your business 
to competitors or to peers in similar industry and not find yourself lacking in some way. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes it as, which I personally like, a real term for when people feel like they're faking it, but aren't. Isn't that a great way to describe it? So that's a great dictionary definition, but what does it actually sound like to yourself? What are some of the thoughts that might be running through your head? It could include things like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough. I should just give up. I can never learn how to do this. I can never overcome this thing. Who do I think I am for even going for this? Now, I do hope you aren't struggling with this. But if you are, be encouraged. I'm going to share a few tips with you that can help. Interesting history about this imposter syndrome is that American psychologists first used this term, imposter syndrome, in 1978, so in the 1970s, in a journal publication. And the early research focused on its existence among high-achieving women specifically. So it was seen as a female issue or problem. But imposter syndrome has over the years been recognized and studied to affect both men and women equally. So no matter what gender you identify with, imposter syndrome is a real thing. Also, these days you're likely to encounter two very strong opposing views on this issue. One view says that everyone you know who are high achievers specifically so it's that high achievers group, has it to some degree. It's seen as a natural part of the process of growth and achievement. Then, on the opposite end, there's also a view that argues that it's not a condition that only high achievers experience, that it's not a syndrome, but that it's a normal part of being a human, that it's part of feeling insecure in general as you go through and grow through life. I like to think of it as the latter view, that it's something that all of us go through at some time in our life, as we have new experiences, as we go through things. It's a normal experience that we all feel at times. It's just a human emotion. It's just part of the human experience. Interestingly, experts do not consider imposter syndrome a mental health condition. So it's not medically classified as such. But the fear of not being good enough can lead to mental health complications in some cases if you're not able to work through it. Such a person might experience anxiety, depression, frustration, or a lack of self-confidence, so very low self-esteem. So what I want you to know is It's very important to not dismiss these feelings and to take good care of yourself and to work through emotions and feelings of imposter syndrome as they come up so that it doesn't lead to additional, more longer term, more serious complications. Your mental health matters and taking care of yourself when things come up for you is a healthy way to deal with challenges. Now, no matter what you believe, whether imposter syndrome affects some people that are high achievers, or if it is more of a normal part of being human that affects everyone at some point, at some time in their life, I want to support you by one, 
bringing it to your awareness so that you understand what it actually means and what it will look like for you. And two, to share some advice on what you can do to work through this imposter syndrome so that you're not feeling frustrated and depressed when it shows up for you because you know that there are things that you can do to work through it. Now, I realize you must be wondering, but Tanya, why is this important for entrepreneurs? Is this even an entrepreneurship issue? Why are we talking about this? Well, entrepreneurs often feel like imposters at their businesses and in their lives because they're constantly trying to do things that they've never done before or no one they know in their personal network has done it before. Or for the innovators, it can also be another option that no one has created what they're working on yet. So it's a brand new initiative or growth or innovation. And there's lots of uncertainty around that. That can lead to self-doubt and imposter syndrome. And now, during this COVID-19 times, especially, entrepreneurs are challenged. You're challenged to create new skills. You're challenged to adapt your business. You're flexing your adaptability muscle as you need to deal with the unpredictable and the unknown. You have to deal with what's currently happening and you also have to plan for the future. And this causes many founders to feel like they're completely overwhelmed. They're not qualified to be running their business. And many of the emotions I mentioned earlier comes up for them. It comes up for them, that feeling that they haven't earned their place yet or they don't know how to make it work or they don't know what it takes to do so. And for entrepreneurs, you could experience symptoms for a short time, such as a few weeks of starting a new business. It could be for a few days. It could be in a moment, in a specific challenge, one day. For others, the experience can be lifelong and it can be a cycle for them. So if you need some encouragement from famous, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs that have experienced this themselves, I have two very encouraging quotes. Starbucks' Howard Schultz has admitted to feeling insecure. In an interview with the New York Times in 2010, he said, quote, Very few people, whether you've been in that job before or not, get into the seat and believe today that they are now qualified to be the CEO. They're not going to tell you that, but it's true, unquote. So he definitely understands growth and achievement and feeling unsure about your ability to succeed in a new role, a new challenging role. Ariana Huffington has also admitted to feelings of self-doubt. In an interview in 2014, she said, quote, The greatest obstacle for me has been the voice in my head that I call my obnoxious roommate. I wish someone would invent a tape recorder that we could attach to our brains to record everything we tell ourselves. We would realize how important it is to stop this negative self-talk. It means pushing back against our obnoxious roommate with a dose of wisdom. Unquote. I love this quote. It's such an excellent way to look at it, to visualize it for yourself, that when these feelings come up for you, it's just like an obnoxious roommate that you need to deal with and that you can deal with. So how do you deal with it? Here is my dose of wisdom for you if you have an obnoxious roommate. Tip 1. Start before you feel ready. Many entrepreneurs feel like imposters because they wait and wait before they take action. They want to launch a new product or service or they want to change the direction of their business 
but they never get to taking action. They just think about acting and they get stuck in that analytical process. Thinking without acting makes entrepreneurs feel like imposters in their own lives. They know what they want, but they never move toward it. Now, when I say start before you're ready, I still want you to plan. I still want you to do your due diligence with those important parts. But don't get stuck in the cycle of perfectionism where you think everything needs to be perfect before you can pivot or before you can adapt, or before you can launch, or before you can do that new thing to help you grow. Tip two, ask for help. Confident entrepreneurs are not afraid to say, I don't know, or I need help, or can you refer me, or do you know somebody who can help me, or can you help me? As an entrepreneur, you can't do everything yourself, and you definitely don't know everything yourself. You're only one person. You need a network to support you and definitely ask for help when you get stuck, whether that is of close family members or a co-founder or whether that's hiring somebody external to support you, to give you that help that you need that will help you feel more in control, more like you're making progress and that will help eliminate that self-doubt. Tip three is to talk about it. When you feel imposter syndrome coming up for you, Reach out to a trusted co-founder, a close friend, or a mentor that you know you can trust. It can feel incredibly lonely and isolating, but by voicing your feelings with somebody you trust, you may find that there are others that feel the same way and they can help you work through those emotions. They can comfort you and remind you of your strengths and they can even share their own experiences with you about imposter syndrome. I think you'd be surprised how common it is. When we talk things out with one another, we can remind each other that we're all in this together and that we can help each other. Always remember your friends are not experienced counselors. So if you often find yourself feeling like an imposter, it might be that signal to you that you need to talk to a counselor. Definitely get that professional guidance and support. If you come to realize that, you really need it. If you're currently a student, keep in mind that many universities and colleges offer great free support services to students, including counseling. So check that out. Ask an instructor, but do find out. Uh, Also, there are many new government online services that are free, not just for students, but also for the general community, just because of these challenging times we are in. And that's also a great resource to tap into if you need a professional counsellor to help you deal with emotions and issues that are coming up for you. Imposter syndrome is very common. Keep going and work through it by starting before you feel ready, asking for help and talking about it. I want to end with a quote by American entrepreneur and founder of Spanx, Sarah Blakely. Quote, Start now, start where you are, start with fear, start with pain, start with doubt, start with hands shaking, start with voice trembling, just start, unquote. It's worked for her, she's built an empire. If it can work for her, it can work for you. If no one told you yet this week, you've got this, you can do it, you can work through imposter syndrome You can start before you feel ready. You can ask for help. 
you can talk about it. Just take one step and one day at a time. If this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who you know is struggling with imposter syndrome so that it can help them too. Next week, we're exploring mentorship and why you should tap into it. I hope you'll join me. Have a good week. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. So please share it with a friend who will benefit from it by sending them a link to startupadvantagepodcast.com. Stay safe and have an amazing week.